This week's Parsha, Parsha Sazinu, is one of the Shiras of the Torah. One of the songs of the Torah. We know that in the entire Torah there are nine songs throughout the Chumash and the Nevi'im, the Prophets. And the tenth song will be when Mashiach will come. But one of those songs is this week's Parsha. In fact, it's the only Parsha that the entire Parsha is really this song. Even in the Sefer Torah, it's written differently. The actual picture on the page, how the words of Hazinu are written, are in a different style, uh, reflecting that it's a shira, it's a song. Yet, when we read through the song, it doesn't give a, um, such a happy feeling as we go through the song. The beginning talks about the great favors Hashem did for the Jewish people. But the majority is the sinfulness that will be and the punishments that will befall the nation because of their sinfulness. And the very end of the Parsha talks about the promise of redemption at the end, after all of that. So the majority of the Parsha, the majority of the song, deals with rebuke, deals with punishment. When we think about song, we typically see, think about something more, a celebration and simcha, and yet most of it would seem not to be in that way at all. More interestingly, in the Beis HaMikdash, when they, when they would bring the Karbonis every morning, so the Levim would sing songs. Um, Levim would sing, and there would be musical accompaniment, and every day had its own mizmer, its own songs, most of them from Tehillim. In fact, in the Shacharis, we say the Shir Shal Yom, the song of the day, that really is based on what the Levim would sing every day in the Beis HaMikdash. On Shabbos, by the special carbon for Shabbos, they would sing Hazinu, this week's Parsha. And the way they did it was they split the Parsha into six parts, and they would do each part per Shabbos for six consecutive Shabbosos until they would finish and then start Hazinu over. So that this song, a song again which the majority is about rebuke and punishment, was the song that accompanied the carbon brought on Shabbos in the Beis HaMikdash. How do we understand this? And the Rebbe tells us that this teaches us such a powerful message. And that is that as we go through life and there's going to be difficulties and there's going to be hard times and hard days and hard situations, when one sees the entire picture, if one were to see the entire picture, one would see how it's all part of one big song leading to the Geula. In other words, yes, day by day sometimes it feels as difficult, as terrible, um, and it might feel very difficult and terrible. At the same point, we know that if we were only to see the entire picture, everything is part of Hashem's plan, and every Yerida, every descent, is only to bring us to the grand finale, to the culmination, to the Geula, the redemption. So that all of it is part of that song. So in the Besamekdash, even though on, on, on a particular Shabbos, they only dealt with one part of the song, a part that might be dealing with rebuke and punishment, they knew that even that part is also part of the greater song, and part of the greater Simcha. This Shabbos, in addition to being the Parsha of Hazinu, is called Shabbos Tshuva, the Shabbos of repentance. It's the Shabbos between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, the Shabbos that's part of the 10 days of Tshuva, the Shabbos of Tshuva. And the Haftarah starts with the words Tshuva Yisrael, for us to do Tshuva, come closer and repent to Hashem. When we think about Tshuva, there's also these two seemingly opposite perspectives. On the one hand, Shuva brings to mind a certain somber feeling, even sadness, remorse, regret, brokenheartedness for misdeeds of the past. And yet, and yes, Shuva has that. Shuva does have that sad side to it, the remorse and the regret and the crying and the brokenheartedness. But at the same time, Shuva is really part of something so much greater. Shuva means to return. 
It reconnects us to Hashem. It washes away whatever negative got accrued. And it brings us closer, reconnects and opens the airways, so to speak, the channels, so our connection to Hashem can once again be beautiful, can be complete. And therefore, really, the act of tshuva is an act of a song. It's an act of tremendous simcha as we're reconnecting and reuniting and finding our own inner truth and cleansing it from the dirt that covered over it. In fact, really, tshuva is not really about sins altogether. Tshuva means to return and come ever closer to Hashem. It's written that even a tzaddik can always do tshuva because they can always return to a higher level and connect to a higher level. And that's the connection of the song of Hazinu and the service of tshuva. Hazinu has its negative moments and negative days and negative elements, but we see it's part of a song all leading to the great Ke'ula, and the same is with tshuva, that has its bitter moments and its difficult moments, even sad moments. And yet we recognize and we focus on the simcha within tshuva, the coming close to Hashem of tshuva, and the fact that tshuva is going to bring us to the greatest state of simcha possible. And therefore, as we prepare on this Shabbos for Yom Kippur, which is just a couple of days away, Yom Kippur, the ultimate day of tshuva, the ultimate day of atonement, the ultimate day of purity, we prepare for it with simcha, with the knowledge that for sure we'll succeed in our avodah of tshuva, for sure Hashem forgives and for sure Hashem reveals and reconnects to us in the greatest way possible, bringing us to the chasima and gemar chasima teva to be sealed for a wonderful year, all of us together, everyone in whatever they need and all of us collectively. And Amir Hashem, a year of Mashiach Sidkenu may be speedily today. Have a wonderful Shabbos.